Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's check out some of the highlights from Volume 24, Issue 16, dated April 18th. Sustainable Fire Protection Project Wildfire aims to cultivate fire-adapted communities by Kelly DeMera. Issues pertaining to water resources, solid waste management, transportation, and energy production are all quick to come to mind when thinking of sustainability issues facing communities around the globe. In Deschutes County and elsewhere in Central Oregon, planning for the long-term health of surrounding forests is also an integral part of building a sustainable future. In the campfire in Paradise, California, the deadliest fire in California's history, 86 people died in the early morning hours of November 8, 2018. More than 27,000 people were evacuated, more than 18,000 structures destroyed, and 150,000 acres of land burned. Robert Madden, Bend Fire and Rescue Deputy Chief of Operations, has been with Bend Fire for 32 years. He grew up in Northern California and fought fires in the surrounding forests, including the Feather River Canyon, where wildfires are common. Could paradise happen here? I say yeah, on our very worst day it could, said Madden. Project Wildfire The beginnings of Project Wildfire started in 1996, following the skeleton fire in Bend. Nearly 18,000 acres on the east side of the city and 30 structures were destroyed after wind quickly carried the flames in just a few hours, according to the Ben Fire Historical Society website. The Fire Free Program was born, a community educational program that offers tips to protect structures from ember showers igniting fuel like pine needles and leaves, as well as free yard debris recycling twice a year for residents. Also in this week's source, Record Store Day 2019. Recycled records and music listeners relish the twice-a-year holiday, by Isaac Beale. Somewhere in the pantheon of the best holiday rankings, Record Store Day is up towards the top. Not only is it a nostalgic practice for some, but it's a great way to support an industry that most probably figured would be dead by now. RSD happens twice a year, once in April and once in November, and has officially become a tradition for many since it began in 2008. This past Saturday, the source headed out to check out the scene at Recycled Records, filled with a variety of music lovers. That's the thing. Sometimes I get people in who I don't see all year because of Record Store Day, says Recycled Records owner Keith Schumann. We treat it as a customer appreciation day. This way, we can thank people for helping us stay in business. For some, RSD is an opportunity to find those limited edition releases you won't see throughout the year. Some hot commodities this year were the Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack and the 50th anniversary of Woodstock releases. For others, it's just a way to make sure they're supporting local business. I found a couple of albums. One is A History of Clapton. It's a German import, so it's a really good live recording. Then I found a Prince album that I've been looking for, said avid record buyer Cole Smith. I like Record Store Day, because there's albums that come out that there's a limited release for. Plus, I like to support Keith. He's great in the community. I love the fact that his store is what Ben should be about. And finally, building green. Transportation, heating, and cooling are some of the largest contributors to air pollution. Here's what some local entities are doing to resize their carbon footprint, by Chris Miller. In 2014, Timberline Construction of Bend was the Green Builder Media's grand overall winner with its Desert Rain Project, 
The house, located in the Old Bend neighborhood, was the first residential project in the U.S. to meet the rigorous requirements of the Living Building Challenge, which are buildings that generate more energy than they use, capture and treat all water on site, and are made using healthy materials, according to the International Living Future Institute website. To capture all the water on site, because Bend only receives an average of 9 inches of rain per year, the build required enough roof area and storage capacity to supply eight people with water, and wastewater needed to be managed on site. Since the home is on city sewer, the homeowners had a wetland constructed that handles gray water, wastewater from kitchen appliances, sinks, and baths, and a series of vacuum flush toilets, central composter, and a solar evaporator for solid waste. James Fagan, Timberline's founder and owner, so that although the company isn't currently working on any projects to the sustainability level of desert rain, he encourages clients to build as many green builds into their homes as possible. Fagan also said more and more people are knowledgeable and interested in green building, but government needs to support sustainability with incentives and tax breaks. Fagan recommended people who don't have the budget to do a project like desert rain to do an evaluation with Energy Trust of Oregon and at least tighten up the building envelope. Fagan also said light-emitting diode, or LED lighting, is an inexpensive, big energy saver. For more on these stories and more, pick up this week's copy of The Source Weekly for free. Or visit bensource.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Cascades Reader, along with a link to this podcast. We'll see you back next week for another edition of The Source Weekly Update. I'm Sam Scholl.